What's up, my beautiful weebs out there? This is the first take on the J-Square show. Good afternoon and welcome back. I'm your host, Jaden, and with you today is the other host, Jaden. Yes, and this one's the more important one. No, 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 wait, no, no. Wait, wait, I'm the wait, more wait. important no, one. No, you back think about off, that. back off. Because you come here first doesn't mean you're more relevant. Sure, so you're, back off. you're bad. No, no. As you can see, he's really bad at English, so that makes me better. But I'm the more relevant one, though. Bruh. Okay. Anyways, enough of the identity crisis. I think we should just move on. So, but before we start, though, um, I think this is the part where we leave. Right? Yes. Pay respects to us. Wave. Yeah. You know. Yes. Goodbye. We're, we're leaving. Bye. Bye. Yeah. Have fun. Anyways. Now we start. Yes. To the good stuff. So, we have been doing some... Actually, not we. I have been doing some research on the First Nation group named the Cynics Tribe. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> I, I did most of the research. No, 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 no. I take full responsibility. <clears throat> Anyways. Okay. Anyway, we should begin by talking about the lore behind this Aboriginal group for those anime viewers. Yes, and we call that... Uh, flashback episodes. Yes, exactly. Yes, so... They were discovered in 1700s by the early settlers. And during the same time period, uh, the Kuntanai tribe actually came to the Cynics ter territories after being pushed west across the Rockies in a war against the Blackfoot. Uh, there's plenty of evidence showing like different changes within their culture, their tradition during the 1700s. Many decades later, there was a slight problem with their communities. What do you mean? Uh, well, you see. Many of them died from many waves of many diseases. From the many settlers. Ah, that is so smart. I you're finished so smart. your sentence for you. I know, you're so smart. Thank you, thank oh, you. Oh, you also can't forget about the diseases from rats. Yes, yeah, th that, was a bit that was a big issue back then. Moving on. After that time period, there was a change in the people they interacted with. Mainly Catholics and Christian missionaries. Uh, some of the people in the communities were baptized. It is unknown if they were forced against their will or if they actually converted over free willingly. But knowing their history, we probably know that they were probably forced into this. Well, it's also said that 80% of the land that they used to live on was in Canada, while the other 20% was, was in what is now known as US. Yes, even though a majority of the land was in Canada, the most of the population moved to the US. And this actually started back in the 1850s when the Cynics population started to move away from Canada due to many reasons, such as residential school, the Indian Act, and whatnot. And in 1894, the government pretty much just said, hey, we want you guys to stay in here, so don't leave, so we're gonna shut the border down on ya. Bruh. I know, such a dirty move. I thought this rule was made so that, that no one would go to Canada, but apparently it's to not let them out? Yeah, pretty much. And then like two years later, in 1896, only 70 residents were actually living on the reserves. Most of them just straight up left to the States. And the last person recorded to live there was Annie Joseph. She later died in 1953, October 1st, after a oh, very steep- Oh, that was my brother's birthday. That's irrelevant. October 1st. No, no. You guys gotta irrelevant. remember that. No, that's irrelevant. Moving. Wish no, me, no, we're moving wish on. me happy birthday. No, it's not even you. It's your brother's <laughs> birthday. <laughs> moving on. Three years later, in 1956, 
there was the de declaration that the Cynics tribe was no longer existing, pretty much extinct. So they refused to let the Cynics people from the states to inherit Cynics interests, which include land title and territory. The Cynics people wanted to come back to protect the land they lived on and the creatures and plants living there. During this time, many Cynics leaders tried to fight back by gaining the land claims that was once theirs. And they tried doing that legally by raising money. But even that was shut down by the Canadian government. Like, seriously, man. Exactly. And it took so long for the First Nations to get back onto the land and what is now known as their land. It was only recently that they did actually get the rights back to their land. Uh, April 2021, right? Yes, in yeah. April. Yeah. All thanks to COVID. I, I really don't think that has to do with anything, but yeah, sure. Well, before this ever uh, ended, the way it started, it's kind of funny. Would you want to hear the great headliner I made? Wow, Jaden. Go for it. Okay. Man kills elk to gain back land. <laughs> Bruh. So, the story goes, Richard Distel a uh, member of the Cynics group, came to Canada, shot and killed an elk in the traditional territories of Arrow Lake Reserves. This is in the southeastern British Columbia area. And once he did that, he later phoned the BC police to report himself in. This started a court case for the land rights in 2010. And it was only recently this year that they were considered not extinct and they gained back their rights. Yep. Ah, it took too long, like 70 years almost. Anyways, enough of the lore and history. Wasn't there a story you're going to tell us about, like uh, something about British Columbia River or something, something, you know? Yes, it was titled How the, the Columbia River Came to Be. Okay, okay. Something like that. Okay. And it's a story that focuses on Coyote, and he falls in love with every girl that he meets. What? Domestic Wakanojo. No, no. That is so messed up. We do not talk about that. Anime. Okay, yes. Go, go, go on, go on, go on. Anyway, Coyote falls in love with a spirit called Rain, and they have a relationship. Rain ends up ripping out her own heart to prove his love to Coyote. Whoa. And Coyote said he would sacrifice the same thing to her later. Uh. This heart that Rain ripped out created the Columbia River, and her blood became the water. Ah, that is so messed up. Yeah, go on. Anyway, he continues to chase after a different girl right after this moment. This other girl is known as Ocean, who happens to be Rain's cousin. Holy. Okay. okay. Exactly. <laughs> this is why I referenced the anime. Uh, Bobby, I hope you don't do this, but yes, continue. Anyway, Rain gets jealous and, tr and asks Coyote to prove his love. To prove his love, Coyote does what he promised. He rips off most of his body parts. And he rip he rips off things like his ear, his toe, his fur, his tail, and a lot of other stuff. The naughty naughty stuff. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah, continue, yeah. This creates the animals and plants that live on their land. By animals, I mean like a bear. L lastly, he takes out part of his own heart and places it right next to the Columbia River right next to rain's heart and because all of his body parts became animals his heart became the cynics people uh so the story is basically 
how the cynics came to be? Yes, basically, this makes the cynics people responsible for taking care of Rain's heart, as they are supposed to substitute Coyote, who has now ran away and is living with Ocean. Oh, what a player, man, what a player. Too good at his game. Yep. In the end, he makes salmon that travel back and forth every year. They travel back to the Columbia River to show Coyote's love and that he still remembers Rain. Oh, wow. This guy. Bro, you should have told this story. I feel like I'm butchering it. No, no. It's actually good. No worries. Okay, yeah. man. Whatever you say. Yep. Also, I forgot that the Cynics people take care of the land so because they're waiting for Coyote to come back and take their place and set things right with Rain. Aw, so cute. What a nice story. Bobby and Nazgul. Yep. Anyways, I think it's time we move on to the questions from our listeners. Uh, the first one we have today is from Veer Subway. Uh, he asks, what role do members have in the community that the Cynics members could be? Well, since most of them live on the west coast and there are many rivers, one of the main jobs that the Cynics tribe have is called a Salmon Chief. Usually, this salmon chief is passed down through blood and heritage, but sometimes it's also given to the eldest families within the village. They show most of the techniques that were brought down through generations of years of teaching and discoveries. They show the ways to capture fish and hunt and so on. Huh. Uh, not only that though, but like, wasn't there a game warden, right? Yes, okay. a game warden. Yeah. Uh, he or she monitored the hunting season to make sure everyone hunted what they needed and not what they wanted, which is completely different from Westerners' uh, ideology, where they hunted what they wanted so they could make profit off of it. Right. And to our second question for today, what changes do we see from the Cynics people becoming extinct from Cosmovoid? Uh, well, before I answer this question, I think most of these questions are exactly the same as our inquiry questions. Uh, you don't need to expose me on that part, but yes, continue. Okay, back to the question. Within the 50 years of being declared extinct, nothing really changed to the Cynics people. Just like many First Nations groups in Canada though, they had a loss of culture and tradition because of the deaths of people and people distancing themselves from this group. So. In, 19th, in the 19th century, there was only around like 3,000 3, people that declared themselves part of the Cynics group. However, right now, there are around 7,000 people related to the Cynics tribes, around, and they live around BC and parts of Washington. Yes, but uh, I think one key point to point out is that most of the 7,000 actually don't live on the reserves. Rather, they just live on um, city or urban lives and man why are there fireworks still going out outside it's not even halloween anymore anyways continuing there was a lot so far ah uh, yeah anyway there's it's still important to recognize their significance within bc yes i agree ah uh, yeah that's the end for our podcast yep time's up Got the fireworks the fireworks should have gone on now that uh, yep yes wait, wait Jaden, come back i'm coming okay so Jaden forgot to no. finish the script. Hey, no need hey, to expose hey, me. Hey. So <laughs> that that is the reason why we finish here. Yeah. No, stop exposing me. We go now. Okay, bye. Yes. Uh, but, but, but before we leave, 
I think it's important to uh, highlight not only were the Sinex people uh, prosecuted by the Canadian government, but also other First Nations, uh, by but also other First Nations as well. And I think we should just point out our love and respect to our fellow anime fans. Exactly. And yes. with that, we'll see you next time. Cue the end music. Ah, uh, wait, 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 wait. Don't forget to hit the subscribe button, like button, and don't forget to hit the bell for the notifications. And also, go subscribe to our sister channel, Veer Gamer Games. And that's it. See you next time. Bye.